0: Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the podcast where we're exhausted, and we're going to make fun of Doug and buy him an antique metronome.
1: Oh no, we're going to talk about American Tail first.
0: So, you guys know I don't like to admit I'm wrong very often.
1: And Doug has a pathological need to be right all the time.
0: Which is one of the reasons why the podcast is actually entertaining, because we fight like little children.
1: Yes, oh yes. Girls, uh, scruples you're both pretty.
0: Pretty much, that's kind of our entire dynamic. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at one of the favorite variant covers you've ever done for us, and it was actually one of the first. It was the Scarface cover. Yeah. And that was the that was the birth of the mascot for the company. That was also just you and I kind of giving a backstory and making up hilarious things. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you spelled American Tail wrong. Because I assumed it would be T-A-L-E. But it is. And three years later, I finally fucking noticed it. I'm like, oh, you spelled American Tail wrong. Now I googled it. It's T-A-I-L. I like tail, t- like,
1: f- like coming an from a rat's butt.
0: I would have just gone to say an animal's tail, but okay, we'll go with that one.
1: Well, or mouse or whatever they were. Was there a rat? Was there a rat in that? There had to have been a rat in that, right?
0: No, they were mice. I feel like maybe there was a rat that was like one of the gangster rats who was trying to extort them. It's been a long time, Doug.
1: Do you know that we were talking about this, and I'm, I'm we sorry. We talked
0: about this three years ago, near no, the inception of the podcast. I broadcast. talked about this
1: off-air uh and off site, but uh yet another movie, because we talked about American Tale and how movies were getting uh cartoon movies were getting darker, and one of the ones I didn't mention to you was uh Rats of Nim.
0: Okay. Um or, I'm sorry,
1: Secret Secret of Nim was the movie, and then we've talked about this. Before. Rats of Nim was the book.
0: So no, it's actually called something different because it's called like Mrs. Something and the Rats of Nim. Miss
1: Fri- uh, uh, Miss Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. Because Frisbee
0: is from Magic School Bus. It's not Frisbee.
1: No, it is. It's F-R-I-S-B-Y. Because in the cartoons Miss Brisbee. They changed her name. I don't know why. Will Wheaton was the youngest uh, the thing? mouse child.
0: Do you have any idea how many years it took me to realize what the acronym of NIMS stood for?
1: Yes, I do, because I told you it on the show.
0: So many years.
1: It's the National Institute for... It's not mental health, but...
0: If, if, is it's, it mental health it, it's, it's something, something like along that. those lines but or I'm medical sure.
1: medical health or something like, if like that if we
0: googled it it would come up right away yeah. but it took me so many years and I have to tell you there's a scene in the Rats of Nim where they come across a crow who's like Dom who, yeah, he's
1: he weirdly voiced Tiger in uh, American Tail
0: I'm sorry I just started singing the Tiger song in my head the what? wonderful thing about Tiggers. Tigger's oh. a wonderful thing. Their tops are mad. But his word. name is Tiger. Rubber, their bottoms are metal. Yeah, I know, but since you TTFN for now. No, but since you said Don DeLuise, I immediately went to, like, 90s cartoons, and that takes me straight to Winnie the Pooh.
1: Okay. Because that wasn't... Uh, Alright.
0: You know but what, Tigger
1: wasn't Don DeLuise, I'm... Oh, no, no, it wasn't.
0: Tiger was. Although... If you think about Don DeLuise, what I associate him voicing is... Uh, Cannibal the,
1: run, motherfuckers.
0: No, actually, I associate him with voicing the uh, sidekick dog in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yet another animated movie that made me cry as a kid. God!
1: Was he in... Oh, I was going to say he Oliver, played, I, Oliver I, I say the Friends, but I don't think he was.
0: No, he was not Oliver Because I think the
1: dog in that was Billy Joel.
0: Yeah, the dog in that was absolutely Billy Joel. But like I said, <laughs> in the movie, All Dogs Nerd. Go to Heaven. <laughs> no. But like I said, no, in the movie Old Dogs Go to Heaven, Don DeLuise voiced, I want to say the character's name was Itchy. It, it, it's probably wrong. He was a little wiener dog that was a sidekick for the main dog. The thing is... Who like,
1: voiced the main dog in that? I
0: don't know, I'll have to look it up. Don Johnson? Do you know what I was thinking about? Who
1: knows? Probably actually Don Johnson. That, that, was Do you know what's that was
0: actually a joke, but okay.
1: You know what I was thinking? Who's going to be the new Scar in uh, Lanking?
0: Jeremy Irons isn't dead. <laughs>
1: No, but who's going to be the... <laughs> but who's going to be my <laughs> God damn it, Deb. What? Yes, Jeremy Irons isn't dead, but he's not going to be the new voice. What? So you just went, Jeremy Irons isn't dead. <laughs> and apropos of almost nothing. He uh, was the
0: first scar!
1: He the only scar.
0: Well, well I, think be some- I think somebody else did it in a few of the other, like, straight In the Broadway, release. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But, I mean, in terms of, like, actual theatrically released productions, do you know who's going to be the next Scar?
0: Jeremy Hirets?
1: Oh, God, I hope. He's not dead. that, is what I hear.
0: He's actually in pretty good health. The man is fairly spry and active. Oh, yeah. Like, he's what, early 70s? You gotta be. I don't
1: know well what about him and his brother from Dead Ringers
0: I don't have a good response to that damn it Doug
1: yeah I dropped Dead Ringers you like that I'm like do you remember <laughs> that that, mur- that murder mystery where Jeremy Irons played his own um, brother say it right gynecologist
0: that murder mystery that murder
1: mystery where Jeremy Irons played his own brother and, and they were gynecologists <laughs> that's
0: almost no as- one does that's almost as bad as tippy toes <laughs> No, it's not. You're right, tippy-toes is way worse. But way still. worse.
1: <laughs> what was the other one where they brought themselves back to life?
0: Um. Flatliners. No, well, flatliners. Is, I think what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's th-
1: the one the, the The paramedics that bring themselves back to life. And then, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's Andy McDowell or not, but like, it's someone like Andy McDowell who comes... But I
0: mean, what's the one with, um, I think it's Ewan McGregor and... Transplatic. Oh, no, let's not the do. Hold on, I'm gonna
1: have to look it up. No, no, no. no let's play this game. I like it.
0: No, it's, I'm not sure it's you and McGregor anymore. I know it's it's. I know it's Cameron Diaz. Uh huh. And it's got Holly Hunter in it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. a life less ordinary. Thank you. Which was the and quote they... unquote unofficial sequel to Train Spotting because it was him like when he went to America.
0: But it's just one of those things where With, Holly uh, Hunter it, and her was, partner, um, I can't remember her partner's name.
1: Holly Hunter and, um, oh, what was his name? It was, um...
0: Yeah, see, you can picture him down to the last detail,
1: it's, but you can't uh, think of his actual name. No, it'll come to me. Um, it's got a, he's got a really fucking weird name. Um, it's got a lot of L's in it. Um, oh, motherfucker. Well, yeah, look not it up. It's not Omar Sharif. Like <laughs> we can say, defendi definitively is not Omar Sharif. Look that up, because that's actually uh, Lin, Lindau. Right? Uh, no. Life not Less Lindo. ordinary. Yeah. It was. Okay, being at night.
0: Because
1: it wasn't the guy from. Um, well,
0: the thing is, like I said, American
1: like, Eagle or whatever that was. You was a
0: very vivid, was picture
1: uh, the actor. It's not Lou, Lou. It's not Lou. Lou Gossett Jr., but it's, he's got a name like that. It's um. Oh, mother, Dick.
0: Mother. Oh,
1: Mother ass. It is bitch.
0: actually her and you and McGregor. Um, Delroy Lindo. D-
1: thank you. Delroy Lindo. Um, yeah. And they at, also uh,
0: have Dan, um, oh crap. Oh, Dan
1: Heredia as, uh. No, was, there's
0: no R in his name.
1: Hayeda, yeah. He was one of the angels. He's well, like, just, oh, and the trunk opened. No, but the thing <laughs> out is, of nowhere. what I
0: remember about him is how intense he is. What? No, just Dan Hereda. Heda. Sorry, I'm super white.
1: He was the bad guy in Adams family.
0: But it's just one of those things where it's something about his face and most like his eyebrows and eyes is every role he's in. He was he the just, dad he, he was, was the dad was, he was in also in Nixon. Yeah, he was Nixon and Nixon. Was he? He was.
1: Oh I'm thinking Nixon Frost. Okay.
0: Oh no, I'm talking about actual
1: Nixon. Actual Nixon, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um so anyway. What were we on? American Tail maybe? So my whole thing Sorry, American no, we, were, we
0: were talking about a thousand different things. American Tail You were so, right, I was wrong
1: My whole thing is like, which one do you find and I, I said this offside That
0: Jeremy Irons will be the new scar That's what we were on
1: That's not what we were on at all, but we got there But um, Which one do you find more believable That a cat is a vegetarian? We're on American Tail now
0: my cats are essentially vegetarians.
1: Or that a cat can pan for gold.
0: Well, I told you. I find it a lot more believable that a cat's a vegetarian than a cat can pan for gold. You know why? No thumbs.
1: This plays into my whole thing about Smallville. <laughs> that it actually does.
0: And then we can talk about Michael Rosenbaum. And then we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. Just,
1: we'll just, yeah, exactly. So my whole thing with Smallville was that, if I've never brought this up,
0: I don't think you ever have, because you and I have never really talked about Smallville, because I didn't watch I, it.
1: I didn't either. But, the fact that, uh, I think it was Lana Lang was the first love interest? Was yeah. Cool. And, 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 and the actress,
0: she went on to do Beauty and the Beast, and I still think yeah. she's a, a, a highly underrated actress, and B, being completely underutilized. Uh,
1: but my point is that she's an Inuit. And it's to sound... In your endo.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's an Inuit, I'm but sorry.
1: she's Alaskan Inuit.
0: She's a and very beautiful girl, and she's great, very
1: talented. Not my point. Um, that my my thing about Smallville was that I would believe more that a Kryptonian alien would land in Kansas than there would be an Inuit girl in Kansas. I disagree
0: completely.
1: You think it's more likely to find an Alaskan descendant in um, Kansas than a Kryptonian alien?
0: So here's yeah, okay, you're the making thing. a
1: face like, oh, it's a really hard one to argue.
0: Well, no, here's the thing, and it's just one of those things where I, I randomly read an article about it. But a lot of women in Alaska, not specifically Inuit, there's such a stigma against abortion, they tend to give a lot of children up for adoption. And so it's like, it, it's a pretty high statistic, I believe, so it's not exactly a hundred percent unheard of that would be an Inuit child adopted somewhere in Kansas.
1: More so than a Kryptonian baby just, just, landing. Just the saying. Because you're kind of bringing it down.
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and then it got real for a second, folks.
0: Let's talk about Michael Rosenbaum. What Let's up talk next, about Lucer? DCC.
1: Denver Comic Con was I've awesome. So many yes, so many people asked me at work, at uh, the day job, go how was. Denver Comic Con, I go. Oh. It was super fun, but it was goddamn exhausting.
0: Which, by the way, I forgot to tell you about this. I did not know that An American Tale had a whole string of direct-to-DVD sequels.
1: How, how was that? Hold on. Repeat your sentence. Direct-to-DVD sequels. Oh, yeah. After. Well, two was released theatrically. Uh, a Western. Yeah.
0: There's like five other ones. Oh, yeah. They're
1: like 13 Land Before Times, Deb
0: Yeah, I never watched one.
1: Littlefoot's Mom Dying. Oof. Oof. Thanks for that. Spoilers, right, yeah. gone. Spoilers? <laughs> came out like 30 years ago. But
0: I still haven't watched them. Jesus.
1: I think I have a little foot in my closet. That sounds like an innuendo. <laughs> Phrasing. In your endo. Um, but anyway uh, Denver Comic Con was insane. We have so much great audio for you guys to be coming up. Um, first of all, Uh, thank you,
0: DCC, for giving us the media passes. Absolutely. Um, like I said, you made it very easy. We had a wonderful time. We got so much great audio. Is easy the word? I meant the fact that they actually mailed them to us as opposed to making us pick them up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, like I said, it was fantastic. We had a great time. Um, your volunteers get a swollen head with power, but other than that...
1: And I would say, getting around, we've never, I've never really, I've never been in the convention First center before. First of all, before. that
0: place is freaking huge.
1: It's built like a fucking Las Vegas casino. It wants to keep you in. You'll never escape the vessel.
0: Also, it's really hard to find an exit.
1: Oh, you can find an exit. It's just, entry is the issue.
0: Yeah, but we had the press passes, so it was pretty easy.
1: It still wasn't easy.
0: It was easier than everyone else.
1: Once we found the smoking section...
0: We found the smoking section. That took a while.
1: Yay! We never found the press room. We found the smoking we section. We never
0: found the press room. I don't think... And there was... I think... Was it on Friday? Yeah, on Friday, we were coming back in, and one of the volunteers, randomly, because we had the media passes, kind of shoved us in through a side door. And we had to walk there through a There a few times that that Like I said, we had to walk through a whole section of the convention center we'd never been in before, which isn't a big deal, but we never found that bar again
1: no we didn't i found the beer garden but that wasn't the same
0: well yeah because i found the beer garden on no i found the beer garden on friday because you went to the um artist demonstration uh frank cho yeah you went to the frank cho and there were so few seats i'm like you know what i'm good i'll see you later yeah and i went and walked to the vendor's floor for about an hour and then came back and picked you up and i found the beer garden while i was there That's that is also yeah No, we ran into her when we were leaving and then walked her back. Well,
1: I ended up running into Meg at the. Yeah.
0: Yes, and I'm very sorry I didn't run into Meg and her gentleman again. Well, sorry, it's her husband now. Again, because they had really good Vikings cosplays. They did, I
1: sent you those pictures.
0: Actually, if you ask her, I'd love to put those up on Instagram.
1: Uh, I put them up on Instagram already, so just do it.
0: Well, I'd like to ask her first. But no, that was when I. um, I think it's assumed. That's when I bought that (laughs) David Bowie print. Which one? The one that's very David Mackey. Okay. And I, I put it up on the Instagram. Because you bought the, multiple. Well, I bought two of that print because Becky saw it and freaked out and I had to go buy another one. Right. But like I said, and then you and I got lost in the vendor's room trying to find him again because I'm like, I was literally just wandering around and I have no idea where his booth is.
1: Well, luckily, I ran into that artist uh, on the light rail that kind yes. of pointed us in the right direction.
0: And he had beautiful pieces of work. I mean, you put up the prints that you got. I, did. I have not put up a photo yet of the other Bowie. Did you want me to? Yeah, no, I can do it. No, I can do it. I just okay. haven't gotten to it. I'm sorry. I immediately Just tag us in it. Like I said, I immediately went back in and had a thousand things to do at work.
1: Right.
0: But like I said, we, we ran on, we ran into that artist on the light rail. Mm-hmm. And we ended up stumbling around finally finding his booth. And he very kindly gave me a much larger print... For a few dollars more, less. Well, a few dollars more than the five for twenty. Yeah. But it was a larger print, so he did give us at least a five or six dollar discount on it.
1: He gave us the five for twenty discount.
0: Well, we I think it was yeah. twenty five. No. Really, you only paid twenty? Mm-hmm. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, he gave us a ten dollar discount on that. But you got some, like I said, beautiful pencil and paper drawings. One of them,
1: I think, is digitally. Had some digital effects, but yeah, I got a, still, a great, like I
0: said, beautiful drawing. You the got Cassidy, Bowie. I got Bowie. The,
1: I got Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy from Preacher, John Wick, which I love that print. The John
0: Wick's fantastic, and then you got Fight Club, and you got Captain. I got
1: hammer. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Durden from Fight Club and Captain Hammer saying the hammer is my, my penis. penis, which
0: I'm very sad we didn't get to hear for say But oh, I, that am, been a great I am. I'm so happy we got to see Filion on Canada Day.
1: We will. You'll hear it. The uh, audio we got, for the we panel. got we got Fillion. We got uh, Weird Al. We got we talked about Michael we got Rosenbaum. Everything.
0: We got Dana Snyder. We got um, well Game Dana Casey. Snyder and,
1: and Corey Means from Aquatint Hunger Force. Yeah. The I I cannot wait to put out the Rosenbaum uh, Michael Rosenbaum John Peter because it was
0: it was such a random podcast and I'm like well I really like Rosenbaum and I mean Peter seems like he's fun let's just go check it out
1: yeah I, but they've been friends for twenty years and you could tell.
0: Well, yeah, because they did the whole hilarious bit beforehand with the microphones. I mean, and the thing it is, was... we saw Rosenbaum a few times this weekend because we, we also went to the Justice League, Justice League Reunited, which, by the way, best panel ever.
1: So I, I do have to say this before we actually get into the rest of the list. But yeah, um, Deb, remember. I think you've seen me very close. I think it's the closest you may have seen me to actually crying. Um, I will say that during the Justice League voice actors reunion, uh, which had Phil Lamar, Susan Eisenberg, uh, Kevin Conroy, Michael Rosenbaum, uh, Carl Lumby, who uh, is um, uh, Martian Manhunter, was not there. Oh, um, uh, his, they his Bran- wife is ill. Oh. Well, and th-
0: so they had. Um, they had
1: Brian Cummings and. No, they had. I'm getting there.
0: King Ezekiel feeling it. And Carrie
1: Payton. There we go. Which I, I'm pretty sure I might have bruised your arm grabbing you on that one. I was like,
0: Motherfucking Carrie Payton! Which is interesting since you and I saw a panel with him the previous day.
1: Yeah, we saw the Q&A with what him. What a sweetheart. He's great. Um, what a delightful man. I want to find out what the, the couch spirit is that sounds like Bootsy Collins.
0: I just like that. We wanted you to do like a Barry White kind of thing. No, I think he's going to be Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins. Hey, baby.
1: So, um, but I, I honestly was so overwhelmed, um, and I've talked about this with coworkers at the day job, that I was so overwhelmed by the Justice League reunion that I was pretty much... You
0: damn near broke my wrist. Uh,
1: uh, I was a tense muscle. I had my hands up to my face the entire got time. got to hear... Kevin Hermes, Conroy. I' no, got to
0: hear Hermes Conrad do the, I was going to say, do, do the, the Green Lantern play. That was,
1: Get to hear Irish Batman it was scottish i think it was irish i guess we'll
0: find unless
1: it. you're he unless what was it <laughs> he says what are you <laughs> yiddish Oi! Oi! so that's something you have to look forward to i'm, I'm uh, so sorry to, 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 to yeah. on my phone. I'm no no to uh to look forward to but the justice league panel was um easily one of my favorites I of, do of like, all time
0: are we gonna get into it or are we gonna talk about the justice league some more uh, I yeah. want to talk to uh, talk about Michael Rosenbaum and the fact that everybody at him and the John Hader, I was going to say panel, kept asking him about sorority
1: boys. I didn't get to ask a question. No, you didn't, care. and you were very upset. I was.
0: Which is too bad, because your question would have been awesome.
1: My question was, but how still, was for, it like... Hold on. So no, no, go on. So, uh, you know, what was it like working with Andrea Romano when you wanted to do uh, your bad celebrity impressions as characters in the Justice League? Because his Michael Rosenbaum not only voices the Flash, but when he voices Ghoul in Batman Beyond, it's him doing um, Christopher Walken and... Deb's cursing in the background... And when he does Deadshot in the Task Force X episode of Justice League, it's him doing Kevin Spacey. Great question. you want to know the answer? I don't have it
0: either. Well, see, here's the thing, is that the reason you didn't get to answer your question is because there was a 10-year-old dressed up as Napoleon Dynamite. Younger, I think he was
1: younger. Dressed as Napoleon Dynamite, like one row behind us, and I was like... I'm totally letting that kid ask a question. But
0: it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, this kid needs to ask his question and I'm not going to be a dick about no. it. No, yeah, no. Let no.
1: the little kid with the fucking fro ask his question.
0: It was a wig, but okay. Was it? Yeah, it was. It
1: was. So.
0: But Michael Rosenbaum, listening to him read the Justice League script, it's almost like listening to him talk at his panel. Like, the Flash voice is basically his him? voice. And the man literally doesn't take anything seriously no. ever. It's great. And hearing him do flash things with a southern accent...
1: We'll get... Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tease out that they did <laughs> accented Justice League uh, characters.
0: Long story short, Doug and I have a new favorite panel question. If you have to have your character do an, <laughs> an accent, accent. what would it be?
1: We're totally going there because we got Irish, Irish Batman... Caribbean Green Lantern, um, Southern Hick, Flash. Oh, I uh, don't
0: even remember what Wonder like, Woman did. Damn uh, it.
1: Wonder Woman did... Uh,
0: I can't remember. I think so she, she did Irish no, she as No, well. she did two, and I can't remember what they were, unfortunately.
1: You know what, Wonder Woman or Hot Girl? Because Hot no, okay, did... actually.
0: Hot Girl did two, and Wonder Woman did... God, what I did she, she did, do? I think
1: she did like, Irish-Scottish.
0: I think she did Scottish. I think you're right.
1: And then Hot Girl did Scottish-Irish, and then... Um, she did like the Miami Beach one Which is like
0: <laughs> Oh god she did do South Florida
1: Yeah And it was Because her beautiful. parents are Cuban. Yeah
0: Sorry I'm You just a, remembered that No yeah. I'm getting a thousand text messages I'm so sorry So but Like I said I'm waiting for one specific text message So I can't turn off my freaking phone
1: It's okay um, So we'll get into stuff that's not DCC um, no we American Gods Huh? Oops, American Gods Finale uh, this has been a couple weeks coming. Uh, spoiler. Uh, well, I mean, I'll write it, but at this point, not really. Um, I mean, I know the... Neil Gaiman said that the first season would only cover the first third of the book.
0: It's a very dense book, too.
1: It is. If you read the book, no spoilers. If you're watching the uh, show, spoilers. Um, so it ends with basically, like, not even the convergence, but you do have uh, S- uh, Sweeney, Matt Sweeney, the mm-hmm. leprechaun, yeah. uh, Laura, Shadow, Easter, who I don't remember from the book that well. Was she it's been
0: a while since I read it.
1: Um, played by a very charming Kristen Cenowicz. Is that how you say her name? Chenowitz. Chenowitz. Um, you kind of have, like, all of the main principles from the first season, uh come into play except for Anansi. Nancy. Uh he was Anansi. earlier a Nancy. Nancy. Mr. Nancy. Mr. Nancy, I can just say that. That's not mispronouncing anything. Mr. Nancy.
0: Nancy.
1: No, it's Mr. Nancy in the book though.
0: It is. But you're saying Mr. Nancy, not Mr. Nancy. It's Mr. Nancy. Well now you're saying it right.
1: For fuck's sake. Um <clears throat> I love that he finally gets revealed that Mr. Wednesday is an aspect of Odin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, took that long to get to if you didn't read the book. Um, Laura.
0: Like I said, it's, it's not a particularly long book because it's only, what, 400 pages? I, yeah. But it's a very dense book.
1: In terms of what happens, so absolutely.
0: Sorry. Despite being a pretty short book, because I mean, it's not like you're reading a Bible, uh, it was... it's not a thousand page book. No. But it was very packed with really interesting ideas, and so the fact that a miniseries would only do x number of episodes exploring the first third of it makes complete sense to me.
1: Yes, and that the 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 season finale would be like, oh, he's Odin. There's going to be a war, and we're all going to the whatever that was, like the rock on the hill or whatever that was. I, I, the oh, that's the, been a while. the the house I'm on sorry. the the house on the rock or whatever it was. Um, in Wisconsin, I cannot actually wait for like. Do you, can you imagine like, the entire season, revolving around Shadow being in that Wisconsin town, with the cabal. Can you
0: imagine how? Cabal.
1: Cabald. Is it cabal? Cabal. K o b o, l d. I've always fun. said Cabold.
0: It's it's not a hard O. It's a soft O.
1: Oh. The second one. Sorry. Okay. But but the, the, it the, doesn't really matter.
0: I'm sure it's regional.
1: Heinemann Heine, Heine, or whatever his name was. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Did you say Heinemann? Yeah. Not Hyman?
1: That's not his name. Okay. It's like Heinemann or something. Do you even know what I'm talking about? Yes,
0: of course I know what you're talking about. But what I was saying is, like I said, despite the fact that it's not like... A crazy long book. Frankly, he probably could have written a huge series based off on all the ideas he entered in the book. And Anansi Boys was, what, how many years after that?
1: Oh, God, at least five.
0: And I mean, it's not a sequel.
1: I would never call it a sequel. I'd say it's a spiritual sequel. I mean, it still has Mr. Nancy.
0: But like I said, it's not a sequel, but yeah... Just both of those books are so dense with interesting plot lines and ideas Were you the one that said
1: they're going to fold that into American Gods?
0: No, that was not me. Okay. I wish they would. I would love There's that. There's rumor and
1: habit they're going to fold it into that.
0: Once they get into the sixth season, all about it. But they might need <laughs> six seasons to do American Gods.
1: Well, because I have to explain where the Marquis got his coat. Oh, fuck, that's... Never, Never mind. Um,
0: Still love that book. Thank you, Neil Gaiman.
1: But, yeah. um, I think he did... There was another shadow story in one of his collections. I want to say it's Fragile Things. No, it's Fragile Things. Because Smoke and Mirrors was way before American Gods. Way. Yeah, way.
0: One of the things that I really like about his writing is that he likes to fold old religion and myth into a modern world.
1: And you see that in American
0: Gods. A lot.
1: I loved... I mean, I love seeing... Not Karen Gillian, uh, who's the one I'm thinking of. Jillian Anderson. Uh, as a TV. Because like she keeps Jillian popping Anderson. up as uh, Lucy, mm-hmm. from I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, she pops up as Marilyn Monroe. I just like seeing her. Well, like Look, that's basically at her.
0: what I was going to say. I was like, I like seeing Jillian Anderson in any role that's worthy of her because she's a beautiful woman, she's incredibly talented,
1: she's still fit.
0: She's still very fit. And if you want to see her cleavage, watch I'll Go Down With You. That sounds really dirty, but it's not. It's a time travel movie. We've talked about it before. Starring uh, Haley Joel Osman. She plays the mom in it. I haven't seen that one. No, you have not. I keep recommending it to you. Okay. It's not an easy watch, but it's definitely worth it. And time travel movies are always a little bit awkward because of the paradoxes. Right, right, right. However, like I said, I'll watch Julianne Anderson in almost anything because that woman doesn't take roles just because she takes roles because she likes the material.
1: Fun fact, real quick, just because we're talking about uh, time travel movies, and that made me think of uh, *Predisposition*, the Australian time travel movie. Really, never watched it. Um, it, woke it up. I haven't watched it either. Do you know that Doug Benson's in never seen *Equilibrium*? What? Yeah, right.
0: The man was an extra. In Blade Runner, and he's never watched Equilibrium? <laughs> it's like a dick, bro.
1: Is that is that the one that has, like, started, like, Guntata? The gun fighting with, like, not using guns as guns, but using them as, like, handheld actual weapons?
0: So I was trying to explain to somebody recently about how when you go to a con now, they don't let you have realistic-looking weapons. Right. And the big thing in cosplay is now to just use bananas. Really? You didn't notice that with all the Umbrella Corp guys? Instead no. of the guns, they just had bananas? Interesting. Are you kidding? I loved it. Huh. I can't believe you didn't notice.
1: I did not. Let's talk about the iZombie finale.
0: Let's please talk about the iZombie finale. So, before I, I do- we actually get into the nitty gritty, you and I wanted to mention what we like about the CW and Netflix. No, you did I did. Fine. What I really like about the CW and the Netflix's relationship is within three, maybe four weeks of the series finale happening, they put the actual series up on Netflix, or at least the season of the series. With a lot of other networks, when they put things up on Netflix, it's about a week, maybe two weeks before the new series premieres. I really like that one, CW has a free app that if you wait a week, you can get the episodes and watch them, no problem. And two. They're so uh, on the next spot. Next for CW. If you pay. No. Really?
1: Yeah. I it
0: was like a week later.
1: Nope, because during tech death, it was next day.
0: Yeah. But the CW app, totally free. Great right with the episodes. I mean, you have to watch commercials, but it's not a big deal. Because it's free. But like I said, within a month or less of the network I was going to say of the network airing the, series, the season finale it goes up on Net, um, goes up on Netflix so I rewatched all of iZombie in the last six days one I forgot how fucking hilarious the end of season two was when they're eating Rob Thomas's brains and playing the guitar after yeah. the riot well no, lock in massacre
1: whatever the Max Rager massacre I think is what they called it
0: I, I don't remember what they ended up calling it Two, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do in season four, because they've completely changed the landscape of the series.
1: Which we're going to talk about. So, I do have a note from the uh, penultimate episode, Mm -hmm. which is the the character Harley, uh, other than being revealed that he was a zombie, which...
0: I wasn't particularly shocked.
1: Yeah, well, I kind of was, but I was kind of like, okay.
0: You're like, fine, let's see where this goes. That was kinda of my view of it. Yeah. So it was fine, let's see where this goes.
1: But he's like and now I'm a suicide bomber and that was fucking awesome.
0: I'm so sorry. That's not me. That's not me. It restarted itself. I'm so sorry.
1: And this is how Skynet starts.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Um but you do have what's called they call D Day, Discovery Day.
0: Yeah. I really like I this. love that
1: they had uh go
0: ahead. One, I love the concept of zombie island. I like that they planned for it. It bothers me a little bit they call it D-Day, but I do like that they're planning for Discovery Day.
1: Which happens because...
0: All the things?
1: All the things. that
0: pretty much everything went to shit. Fillmore
1: Graves. Let's just look at that name real quick.
0: I laughed at that the first effing time they said it, and I love it. But the fact that
1: they're the ones putting out the zombie virus.
0: With the vaccination.
1: Instead of the vaccination of the, yeah, whatever, like avian flu or whatever uh, it was. Illusion. Uh, Illusion flu.
0: Which, by the way, just in my head, they say Illusion mm-hmm. flu, and I start to giggle because it's the name of a breed of dog.
1: Illusion, <clears throat> not flu. <laughs> wow, that really did turn on itself.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm turning it off right now.
1: Again. But. So, um, the fact that they have, what's his name, the... I know him as Chuck from um, Veronica Mars, but you know who I'm talking What's about, the weatherman? Oh, crap. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
0: And he was in the pilot episode, actually.
1: Was he? Yeah. yeah they always blame stars. him for everything. I like, yeah,
0: can't. He's got some stupid weatherman name.
1: It's like Stormy Weathers or something. That's from Aqua Teen Sea Lab. But anyway. But they have him go like, look, this is a zombie virus. There are zombies. Don't do it. Everyone flips the fuck out. He's already been infected mm-hmm. when yeah. he does that. Um yeah, I'm really interested to see what they do in season no, four, they especially the whole
0: series, like I said. Because the whole series has been about concealment. And it's one of those well, things it, where within be- the third season there was a lot of talk about how the fact that Liv doesn't die in tan. She looks like
1: okay. a zombie. Well
0: Well, she looks like a zombie, but she looks like an albino.
1: Yeah. The thing is, like, the end of season... This is season three, right? Yeah. yeah. So season two was everyone finding out she's a zombie who didn't already know. Like, Clive and all that. It was Fillmore
0: Graves buying out Max Rager. No, and but you have, like, kids,
1: Clive finding out she's a zombie, and that's I where the missions really come light. from. Which I really liked. Yes. It brought on a whole new dynamic. Um,
0: and they did... In season three, they did the blue drink um,
1: uh, the, the blue brain. Yeah. yeah they, which did the, will, I think, come back.
0: Oh no, it's coming back. They've pretty much already said that. They did the blue brain plot prot-li- line. line.
1: The blue you know, with brain the, plot line. You know,
0: the murderer and the protrine.
1: And the protrine. Like that? I want some cherry. No, I'm not high-fiving that. That's terrible.
0: Like I said, they did that plot line where Clive can now actually pretty easily recognize when she's having a vision, but she's also having much longer, prolonged vision. <laughs> Which I really like the
1: season. I like that they actually addressing so like no, I was wondering, I like it. what what happened? Like, I liked that. Like, I would say that I liked that they showed like what happens when she has a vision, not the the vision itself, but like when she has a, a vision, like she pretty much out.
0: always looks like she's coming at the end. Well,
1: that's gross, because there was a little girl. Yeah,
0: that's pretty gross. However, I have to tell you what I noticed about rewatching the whole series is that. Uh, episode one of season two, Grumpy Old Liv, mm-hmm. favorite episode of all time. One of them. Well, that's my favorite episode of all time. Number two is Dominatrix Live. Draw the nipples, oh, Jimmy. Jimmy! Which you and I randomly text to each yes. other when we need a laugh. Is that Clive says one line in that episode, which is him accepting how much her personality shifts from case to case, which is, quote, you're like a box of chocolates, I never know what I'm going to get. Interesting. And then they never really talk about it again.
1: He says that before she, he knows that she's a zombie. Mm-hmm. Huh. Episode
0: one, season two. Because he's noticed her personality shifts with the vision she gets from the murder victims.
1: And he still thinks you're she's... one of the
0: good ones, Clive.
1: And she, he just thinks so that she's, she's a, a, a quirky psychic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, interesting.
0: Like I said, season two, episode one. It's one of those things where. <laughs> fucking writer Rob Thomas. I mean. Like I, well, I was about to say thank you, Rob Thomas. You addressed a giant. Plot hole, nobody can see me doing air quotes, but I did air quotes, with one sentence that basically makes everything completely realistic. Okay.
1: Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're quirky, the end.
0: You're a psychic, your visions make you weird, we're good.
1: I can't wait for season four. One, um, and, well, one, Discovery Day.
0: Like I said, well, one, oh, Thomas hasn't a seri- haven't had a series go to season four before.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, super high five on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say with with Discovery Day and the fact that Ravi has seemingly made Ravi was
0: massively underutilized this season.
1: Damn, I might drop it, no. Um That <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> Go ahead. That uh, Ravi has seemingly developed a cure for zombieism. Kinda. <laughs> well, we don't know. And he asked Lib to scratch him, which she did. So, the beginning of season four, you know it's going to pick right up.
0: That's exactly what they did Do with you season think three. Do you think
1: Robbie's going to be a zombie? I don't know. And, by the way, I think my theory on brains is the, the brain tube, the Go-Gurt brains. I, I don't know what the
0: fuck they are. Because they're obviously not brains. I mean, I think they're synthetic brain. They don't get any memory, it doesn't change their personality, and they're massively available. I think they're
1: abortions. Or whatever.
0: Oh my god, no!
1: Yeah, did you not hear my theory like three weeks ago when we brought this up?
0: I wish people could see my face
1: right now. Yeah.
0: You know, actually, maybe clone stem cells.
1: That's what we were talking about. Because they wouldn't have any memories... They still have the brains. I'm assuming it's like eating veal. Okay, oh, that might have gone too far.
0: Okay, I would say no, simply <laughs> because... called I no. called
1: call veal cow puppies. <laughs> I would
0: say no, simply because every time I've ever eaten
1: veal, I've been disappointed. Everyone says that except for me.
0: It's never as good as I think it's going to be.
1: It was tortured in a box. It's delicious.
0: I'd still rather eat full-grown cow. I get that a lot. All right. Because veal's supposed to be so tender and delicious, and it never is. Anyhow,
1: Power like Rangers. Said, oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, I wanted to finish up with yes, one spot. Yes, please. Last time Rob Thomas did a quote unquote season four, it was a Veronica Mars movie and a series of books.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the movie, and then he did at least two. I know there's probably more than that. I,
0: you I, and I haven't checked up on it in a while, but we really haven't had the time.
1: I've been reading so much Time Man's um, oh no I uh, know we're not gonna get into it but um yeah at least the movie and then the books a which co- a book the, series yeah
0: like I said which the book series absolutely captured the spirit of the show oh yes and I mean I had zero problems with the movie also Dak Shepard hilarious were you him shirt dancing in the bar and hitting on her Paul, oh.
1: my thing is like Rob Thomas wants to have James Doring hit on every main character that I like, and I don't like him. What?
0: I'll admit, Though he was okay, I'll he admit was super
1: ripped as whatever the, the takeover Fillmore Graves guy.
0: God, what the fuck was his first name? Blaine? Blair? It's not Blaine.
1: It's not Blaine. <laughs> it's
0: something generic. Yeah. Here's the thing is that...
1: Hunter, or something like that.
0: I, I think it might have actually been Hunter. Anyways, we'll find out later. Here's the thing, not a particularly charismatic man. Still super capable of acting these roles.
1: Okay, that I'll give you. I agree, he's not super charismatic, he's not, he's not Lucifer, he's not Tom Ellis. Well,
0: here's the thing that I like about him. Is Which is, I know, a really,
1: hard, really high bar, but.
0: Tom Ellis is an incredibly high bar. Here's what I like about him. He's not unrealistically good looking.
1: On this season, I would disagree.
0: Let's talk about face, not body. Okay. And I don't mean that in a douchey way. Sorry, guys. He
1: looks like Ferris Bueller's best friend. Cameron? Yeah.
0: You didn't remember Cameron, did you?
1: I can remember the actor's name.
0: I have no idea what the actor's name is. I think it's Alan Ruck. I think you're right.
1: I think I am. <laughs> I guess
0: it's one of those things where I completely believe him as a militia private, security-employed person. hmm And, no, he's not particularly charismatic. I can't, you know, not stop looking at him, if that makes sense. But he's a very believable person and character, and he's extremely capable of acting these
1: he's roles. He's accessible.
0: I... It wouldn't even necessarily say that. It's no. just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're not the obvious choice, but you can do this role, and you're going to do it incredibly well.
1: So where to go, James Dory?
0: But I'm, I'm just saying. But I
1: still don't like him with Liz, and I still don't like him with Veronica Mars. I
0: don't like him with Liz. I'm actually a lot more okay with him with Veronica Mars after the movie. Because in the no, in the movie, he's kind of done he his does, time. He does grow up. Like I said, in the movie, he's he's, grown he's, up. He's, he's, yeah. he's kind of done his time, and he went to the military, and he made himself a man, and made himself his own life.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And that does make me a bit more okay in Veronica Mars.
0: Well, in the first two seasons of Veronica Mars, he was kind of uneven character
1: wise. Yeah, He was. Yeah, because he was fucking Paris Hilton. Did that happen? Season one. Does he fuck Paris Hilton? Gross. No, not a high five moment. (laughs) Fucking Paris Hilton is never a high five moment. I don't care how many men are in the room.
0: But like I said, it's one of those things where one I I think he kind of does a like almost Robert Rodriguez Quentin Tarantino thing where he has his stable of actors and he knows what he they're capable of and he gives them these characters to bring to life.
1: I would actually use that same name drop and say that
0: Well, I don't mean it as a name. No, drop, no, no, but, but
1: like <laughs> I would say like he does
0: I'm not, not going to not, not
1: Rob still. Thomas, I'm talking about James Doring. where...
0: He basically works for no one. Rob Thomas is the only person he works for.
1: But that Rob Thomas pulls and goes, instead of putting you in the role I know you'd work at, or would fit into, let me put you in one that's opposite. Well, the thing is, what it's the just... Expectation before is.
0: the season of I, Zombie, I was pretty sure he quit working as an actor.
1: No, he was probably on Criminal Minds or something.
0: No, look at IMDB. Check his credits.
1: Oh. Did he have a kid?
0: Did nope. He, time off? he just didn't.
1: Had to work up the maps.
0: He just didn't even.
1: Had to work up that fucking...
0: He was always pretty muscly.
1: Yeah, but not that muscly. Not that muscly. No, that's, that's dangerous and close to arrow Girl, muscle. you got ripped? That's dangerous close to arrow muscly.
0: Should I message him and see how the salmon ladder went?
1: If it wasn't a euphemism, don't. Um, it
0: wasn't a euphemism, I just meant really the salmon it? ladder.
1: Uh, Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> I am so sorry.
1: Did you have any more thoughts or we're just going to keep, keep talking about Jim, James Doring's abs? No, I'm good. That's the D'Angelo cut.
0: It's called the Adonis cut, actually.
1: Yeah, I used to have that once in a while. Once back in the day. Shut the fuck up.
0: Let's talk about the Power Rangers movie.
1: Yeah, that's how I get you off of topic. Um I actually watched the Power Rangers movie. It um it was fun. It was fun. Oh, I
0: like how your voice got slightly higher pitched when you said that. It was fun. Um, um I don't know how it did box office wise. Bum. Really? Well, one, the trailer was terrible. Oh, the trailer
1: was terrible. Two, The movie wasn't great.
0: I think they forgot about what people liked about the Power Rangers.
1: No? No, I don't think they did.
0: They went dark. (laughs) That's not the Power Rangers.
1: I'm sure they had episodes or seasons that went dark. Um,
0: I'm sorry, I don't ever remember the pink Power Ranger having to, you know, go get treated for an STD.
1: Wasn't that on one of the very special episodes? So, um... No, I, I mean...
0: Nobody just saw us high-five. Sorry.
1: Actually, like, Elizabeth Banks' rear Repulsa was really fun. Um, really first fine, of all, Elizabeth, really, really
0: I will watch Elizabeth Banks in anything.
1: Um, she was great in Power Rangers. Um, sucking the gold out of people, which means their fillings, to build Goldar guess what he's Here's made the out thing. of
0: them. most people don't get gold fillings and they haven't since the 70s she,
1: it, well she was on a wharf
0: I just made seven jokes in my head right now
1: um so she was sucking the gold fillings out of old people
0: oh no thank you that seems like a holocaust reference and I do not like that
1: well that was you know in the first like probably hour um, oh good
0: lord, no! That she was, makes me extremely uncomfortable. She was like emaciated,
1: and she was trying to suck the gold out of people. And,
0: oh, that makes me so uncomfortable. Um, they're not
1: in their Power Ranger gear, I guess you could call it. Like they didn't morph, Mighty Morphin. They didn't. They didn't Mighty morph uh, until about pff, thirteen minutes left in the movie, and then they summon the Zords, and then they form the I don't know Voltron, for lack of a better phrase. Um, I
0: want to talk to you about two specific points, but finish your thoughts.
1: There was a few things where they had, like, the, you know, the musical sting, like, dan 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 which was awesome. Um, and they did have one part where they come out of the cave with Zardoz, Zardoz, Zardon, <laughs> eh, same damn thing at this point. Um, <laughs> they come out of the cave and they jump up to the superpowers when they're not Power Rangers, apparently. Um, and when they, like, land, it's filmed like the old-school Japanese. It was, it was fun. It was fun. What are your questions?
0: Would you pay for it?
1: Oh, God, no, and That's I didn't. That's a third
0: question, still.
1: Uh, God, no, and I didn't.
0: So, the two things that I had is, one, how was Brian Cranston?
1: He was all right. I I don't want to say underutilized. I just think that, like...
0: Pretty much always, but yeah. His
1: character was kind of, like... One of those, he's like, I must summon the Power Rangers so I can get out of this Matrix. Um, Because he was like a... a, a, Is it
0: kind of like seeing Kurt Russell in Superman?
1: You mean Russell Crowe?
0: You're right, it was Russell Crowe.
1: So, you remember... Okay, actually, add to my point. Um, So, you remember the, the, the computer that he's talking to? I can't remember the name of the actual dumb robot character, <laughs> Zeldex or whatever it was. And
0: the thing is, it's actually a pretty interesting character on the show, but apparently in the movie, they effed it.
1: So, okay, you know those things where you put your hand in it, and it's got the tons of pins?
0: God, what and is you that make that called? The, no, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of metal pins, and you can make the impressions with... Of your hand,
1: or your face, or whatever. Your hand, or
0: your face, or whatever so you touch it with. So,
1: effectively was... Zardoz. I don't want to keep saying Zardos.
0: Which is really funny cuz they actually did a pretty decent 9-inch nails video utilizing that. Zardos? Think... No, no, the metal pins oh, and okay. the impressions. Um <laughs> Yes, 9-inch nails Zardos video. Awesome.
1: I would watch the fuck out of it. Are
0: you kidding me? That would be amazing. But still, So I think it's He it was
1: effectively like like a facial version of that.
0: So he was just kind of an impression.
1: Yeah. And he was the old Red Ranger, and he had to have them all like morph into a Power Rangers. Um, I know I said uh, Power Rangers, and that was on purpose. Um, he had to make them turn all into Power Rangers so that he could like escape his weird... I
0: don't know, purgatory? Prison.
1: Yeah, like... Purgatory? And then he was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna give my life, but then I'm gonna come back at the end. And it was like...
0: Did he come back more powerful than ever? He did, no. Also as a hologram?
1: Nope. No. Well, yeah. But, well, the end of it, yeah. That's really not... Well, like he came back as like the, you know...
0: Pin face? Yeah. Well, except not, not awesome face. as Hellraiser. Right. Um, the other one I was going to say is, you remember when we ended up in the um, interview with Johnny Yong Bosch? Yeah. Which, by the way, is a delightful man and incredibly kind.
1: Go back and listen to it.
0: I did not realize how much of the actual Japanese version of Power Rangers they used. Like, I didn't realize they never did any of the martial arts. I didn't realize that the only time they were ever in the Power Ranger suit was taking off the mask so they could yeah. see their face. Yeah. I, f- I feel like the movie probably just didn't have enough of the Asian influence it should have.
1: It, It did, but I mean, like, they're obviously... The actors did. Maybe they didn't do their own stunts. I'm not saying that. Uh, um, that's
0: not even close to what I'm saying. But you know what
1: I mean. Like, it, it wasn't a matter of like.
0: Like it wasn't bad. A Japanese
1: Japanese fight scene cut to America, going, and well, that was. The, and then we took care of Goldar. Like, well, and they took off that their that helmet.
0: We had that great podcast with Johnny Young Bosch, who's yeah. done a thousand great anime voiceover. Try again much every great anime for the last 20 years Johnny Gumbash
1: but yeah that he was he was actual uh he was a physical actor which ranger was he do we know white green
0: I don't want to say black
1: I don't think he was but uh, Uh, I
0: believe he was green before it got recast but I also might be a liar because it's been a few years
1: but that um you're absolutely right, like in, in the originals, like it was no, in like the, the Japanese footage. Like and I'm the American home footage. like I said,
0: like I'm home at twelve watching Fox with really yeah. the cut together episodes. Yeah. Um, also in Kimberly, terms of the, King of the movie Ranger, you're awesome.
1: In uh Kim oh, what is her name? Anyway. Um,
0: she went on to act on Flashpoint. She's amazing.
1: We'll touch on Flash that later. Flashpoint
0: the series, not Flashpoint the comic book. Okay. Um, I love how I rolled my eyes when I said that.
1: But no, I, in terms of the movie itself, um, there wasn't. They did things that made it feel like those cuts, but it was all that. them. So the thing is that. Or Sun Doubles. No, uh,
0: let's, when you think about that, it's like. It's one of those things where you like, in 10 years, I'm going to see this in an edited, like, Budspeed article that says. Ten terrible movies with one really great scene. And I mean, you think about that, and you know what the first thing that comes to mind for that one is? Oddly enough, Doom. Doom? First-person shooter. That whole With scene. the rock. Yeah. The scene where it's the first-person shooter and it looks exactly like the video game. One good scene in a really shitty movie. Also, the beginning of Wolverine. When it has him and, um... His brother, the actor's name, I can't think of. Liv Schreiber. Yeah, Liv Schreiber, and they do the whole thing. Oh, playing
1: him. uh Sabertooth. Yeah. Oh, the war montage.
0: Yes, the pro, uh, fucking rat. Like I said, one good scene. Wolverine origin,
1: not the Wolverine.
0: No, Wolverine origin. Like I said, one good scene. There in a super a, shitty movie.
1: There are actually a, where he's like, he's like, we're gonna shoot you to death, and they go. No, it's. And he goes, yeah, okay.
0: No, but I mean, okay. it's it's him and Liv Schreiber doing the whole credit scene where they're fighting in, like, every war for a hundred years. Yeah, back so to back. So we wonder... It, first of all, looks exactly like a comic book. It God looks like right. you're jumping from panel to panel to panel. I love it. Two, it gives you such a sense of history. And, and the their characters, brotherhood. Exactly. One, their brotherhood. And two, how long they've actually been alive. Yeah. One good scene in a shitty movie. Um, I, I, would, feel like I, would, I would say Rangers there are actually...
1: Other great scenes in that movie. I'm not saying this out of bias. Dead face. I'm not saying this out of Dead bias. Face. I'm not saying this out of bias. Uh, when they unleash Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson. And he like cuts a bullet in half and like splits it across the guys. When if he
0: wasn't when Deadpool, it would be awesome. But yes. they sold him as Deadpool and it was no. a
1: travesty. When he was Wade Wilson. Like that whole like Actually, up to the point where Wolverine kind of fucks off, awesome. Like, the first 20 minutes of that movie is actually pretty fucking rad. Yeah, it is. When Sabretooth has his claws come out, <laughs> everyone else goes, Yeah, and if I didn't have the powers of a bag lady. <laughs> it's really good. And they go, If only I could see your mouth shut. And it's like, Yeah, okay, fuck it. In 20 years, we're going to make a joke about that in Deadpool. Um, legitimately Deadpool. No, I mean, like, and the casting in that was actually really fucking good.
0: Yeah, the writing was just awful.
1: Fun fact, let's use this as a segue. I'm
0: sorry, what, what was the name of her sister that had the diamond skin?
1: Ugh, they didn't and actually how call it-
0: terrible was the graphic?
1: Pew, 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 pew! It was, it was bad. She looked like a diamond necklace. It was I rough. I know. I'm so glad they got Emma's, Emma. Emma... Um, I'm sorry, Emma Stone. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad they got uh, Emma White um, done correctly in X-Men First Class uh, with January Jones.
0: Despite the fact she's a terrible actress.
1: Oh, uh, God, yeah, but that sound of, like, when Magneto wraps the like bed... Around her neck. Haunting. Haunt Exactly. It's like. Haunting. Ah! You're like, oh my god. No, like, it's, it's
0: it's like the sound of the snap when Gwen Stacy dies.
1: Ugh.
0: Oh. Haunting.
1: We like, still haven't seen Homecoming, so don't spoil. I hear. Doing well, good opening. I. It's doing. great. I um, guess we'll
0: there, I have that <laughs> No, it was the stop girl.
1: Oh, okay. Um, it's going well. Good opening. We'll talk about it next week. Cause I actually will see it.
0: Actually, I think I'm gonna go see it later tonight.
1: Uh, I should have seen it a couple days ago. I just yeah, with all time.
0: of our free time.
1: Um, so I wanted to say, uh, using a Wolverine origin segue. Which, when do I ever we're, get we're to? We're not know? gonna talk
0: about Lieutenant America.
1: What? I was gonna. We're talk- not going back to DCC.
0: No, I was just gonna talk about all the short, chubby, unpleasant wolverines we saw in all the lieutenant americas
1: which would be short chubby unpleasant captain americas no there, there were a few that were actual captain americas I was like I argument. saw one there were a few
0: I saw one the funny thing is so I totally ran into this guy that was a pretty decent wolverine except for the one fact that he was about 10 inches too tall wolverine. so he was like
1: 6 feet tall yeah yeah wolverine short
0: short hairy and unloved
1: Short Harry, thank you. Fuck, I wish I could remember what comic we're quoting right now. Um,
0: but yeah, like I said, we saw a lot of Lieutenant Americas.
1: Yeah, saw a lot of Private Americas. Even yeah. better, even better. So, um, but Danny Houston, who was uh, the original, would say the original Colonel Stryker. Just say
0: original ish.
1: Uh, but it- was Cur- Colonel Stryker in uh, Wolverine Origin? Originally played by Brian Cox. And, and they've actually X-Men explored
0: two. Stryker a great deal in the X-Men mythos.
1: Well, it turns out he's kind of a bad guy in Wonder Woman.
0: I need to hear so much more. Because, spoilers. He's
1: effectively Captain Nazi, which, yeah, fine, great. Even I wish though- everybody
0: could see this face.
1: You're making that face because it's World War One and there are no Nazis.
0: Exactly.
1: Who are the bad guys in World War One? Like, the Ottomans? It
0: was actually the Serbs, but do, do, do you want a real conversation no, about it? No, I don't. No. So it started because the Serbs assassinated Archduke Francis yeah, of Austria. and his wife. Austria. Yeah. No, I and I know that, the fucking history. Was basically, the bad guys in World War One was the Serbs. I'm really not sure why America was involved.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so... Um in terms of One Woman I, it's I liked Batman. it. Huh?
0: Sorry, song, go ahead.
1: Um, I liked it. Pitch perfect casting.
0: You told me you thought it was boring in paint by color.
1: Yeah, I was getting there. I said I liked it. I didn't say I love it.
0: It's still the best D C thus far. Absolutely. Um And that's not
1: sad. Great casting.
0: Um, Galganok Gail dough. yeah. I know that I immediately, when she was cast, Has I'm now... like, she's too small, she's too thin, she can't be Wonder Woman. Girl, you bulked up and you look good, and I cannot believe you were pregnant for parts of that shooting. Yep,
1: for the reshoots.
0: Like I said, I need to shut my effing mouth on you, cause girl, you're fantastic.
1: Said the same thing about you Keith know, Ledger, like not the pregnancy stuff, but like. Well, no, it's just what happened that I, is. That I didn't like the cast. When
0: they cast her, the only thing I'd seen her in is Fast and the Furious, yeah. and she was a friggin' stick. She was waif, yeah. And I I'm agree. like, she can't be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's powerful. She's muscular. She's awesome. Girl, you did me well.
1: Girl, you have usurped the title of Hottest Jewish Girl, away from Natalie Portman. You
0: are the absolute ideal Israeli lady. Yeah. Like I said, you are gorgeous, you are beautiful, you are powerful, you are strong.
1: And I think you're singing it as a Desiree song.
0: Girl. And you, you gotta, gotta Beyonce. be
1: bold, you gotta be bold. You're right. You uh, be God. Uh, well,
0: the song's called Gotta Be, but now I can't remember all the adjectives she used in it.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so, great casting. Mm-hmm. Great special effects. The writing... And
0: I'm actually a big fan of Chris Pine in it as well. Yeah. Because um, he was the male lead without...
1: Steve Trevor. Without I mean, being a male lead, like...
0: Well, he was the male lead without trying to outshine her, if that makes sense. I, yes. Like, he was still powerful, he was still strong, he was still a man, but he wasn't the lead.
1: He did come to her rescue.
0: But not in a douchey way. But
1: not in a douchey way. Not not like, you're not a lady. Like, uh, the,
0: you can't take care of yourself. Right. It's that we're friends... I care about We're you. partners. You're right, partners. I should have said partners.
1: So, my only issue is that Wonder Woman has three main enemies. <laughs> I knew one of them wasn't going to be in this movie. Cheetah. Oh, duh. Because you're not going to have a cat lady in this movie.
0: Well, we need a little more build to that one.
1: Right. Um, so I knew it was either Cersei, the ancient sorceress, which or is funny Ares, When you say the God Cersei, I
0: just immediately imagine Game of Thrones.
1: Spelled differently.
0: Yes, I know it would pronounce the same.
1: So I knew it was either Cersei or Ares. It was Ares. So for me, this was yes, you're right. I was bored. Um
0: You told that to me.
1: Only because I think I know so much about the comics that it seemed like another Spider Man origin story to me. Where it was like Okay, the thing here's is, my when, whenever they on, whenever they say a Superman movie, I go, "What's with Thor, Kryptonite?" You say Wonder Woman, and I go, "Aries." There you go.
0: Here's the thing: when you talk about I a Superman or a Batman or a Spider-Man, everyone knows the origin. Wonder Woman is not the same. Not everybody knows the origins of Wonder Woman. We can't do a three-panel setup for Wonder Woman. People don't know the same mythos.
1: And I agree. But that's, that's my issue with it, is that I know too much about the comics. For so the...
0: basically, you're the dick, not the movie.
1: In a or very...
0: Jim Jeffery space.
1: Yes. Like That's said, the only reason I didn't we like can't it. Do the three That's the only I was bored. A
0: dying planet, a child saved. We can't do that.
1: New parents. Yeah, or whatever it we was. We
0: need a much bigger Wonder Woman backstory.
1: So I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 2, which well, they're gonna Biggler? do. They've, they've already announced.
0: Uh, Patty Jenkins has already signed on. Oh, yeah. Um, probably like before
1: said. opening weekend. Um, yeah, actually. But my I, only issue was that I knew... Walking in, who the bad guy was.
0: But it's just one of those things where a lot of people don't know Wonder Woman is an Amazonian.
1: But she's also a child of Zeus.
0: Yes, but the general public doesn't effing know that.
1: No, I know. No, I know. I'm not knocking that. I'm not saying it was a bad movie.
0: We're having a Captain America argument here. Where I effing hated Captain America because I thought it was stupid and just setting up everything for the Avengers. And you're like, no, it's great. It's fantastic.
1: Uh, we're absolutely not having that conversation because I agree with you.
0: You liked Captain America. No, I did
1: not. The first one? I thought it was a bad juxtaposition between sci-fi and World War II. And I also you realized, now just realized that I've said this on this show multiple but times. But you
0: also realized you and I had a similar argument about the first Thor.
1: I love the first floor,
0: And I did not.
1: And I hate the second one. I don't I, hate it.
0: I really like the design on the second one. Yeah,
1: I get it. Like, I just, it's
0: so... No, it's weak. It's not good. It's sci-fi. If they rushed it.
1: It's not even rushed it. It's, like, it's so... No, it's just if they... If they make the dark elves sci-fi as no, opposed to mythological, and I, it, it drives me insane.
0: If they'd given it five, six more months, it would have been fantastic, but they rushed it. But, however, I do really like a lot I of I disagree, but... Okay. I like the image design on it. I love the way are the ship's... Thor, are we on Thor or we on Wolverine. Wound? I was talking about Thor. Go.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's one of those things where when the first Thor came out, you're like, No, it's great. It's <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. It's Shakespeare. And I'm like, how about you go fuck yourself?
1: And it was, and I did. <laughs> and the I, second I, I kinda, one kind of sucked.
0: I'm not going to argue with you on that one. There are things about it I really liked, but it was not a strong film. No. But, what I was going to say, is this some of the same problems you have with Wonder Woman is what I had with the first Thor. Where it's like, I don't need this plot, I don't need this history, I need you to get to what I need
1: to you know. You go, yeah, you walk into it going, I know th- this, it's, and, it's, I know it's, this it's, and I know this, and I know this. It's a Thor movie. Who's don't the, ma- the going to be? Loki. What's he going to do? Trick him. Okay, great. And then he's got to untrick himself, or whatever. You know, like, they're not going to turn him into Throg. That would have been awesome. Oh my god, will that, that would have happen? been
0: amazing! I would love that for Ragnarok! Thank you. Sorry. Throg
1: is when Loki turns Thor into a frog, in case you're wondering. And I want that to happen. Wiki so it, you'll
0: love it. It's well, a, no said, a it's frog looks- with a
1: helmet and a hammer, and he's like, I will defeat you. You um, and anyway. I have
0: what is politely referred to as, quote, the burden of knowledge. Yes. So you and I can't go and blink to something.
1: For the most part, no.
0: And I don't mean that in a douchey way. I still like the things that I like, like, and I can enjoy things I already know stuff about. But once
1: you're walking into Thor, you go, "Ah, he's going to fight Loki. Superman, it's going to be Lux Luthor, Kryptonite. Unless it's the second movie. In which case it was... I believe... Phantom Zone Criminals and Kryptonite.
0: I believe my (laughs) exact words... Is Kryptonite, is
1: it... Kryptonite's in all of them, right? I think so. Yeah
0: gonna be, I'm gonna have to go back and look, but it's uh, just one of those don't. things where
1: S- Skip two and th- skip 3 and 4
0: When you and I talked about Man of Steel I'm pretty sure my exact words were Way to put a fine point on it, Zack Snyder
1: Yeah, but that was more about the Judeo-Christian stuff
0: No, that was about the school bus in the river
1: Yeah, Jesus <sighs> My thing was having Superman kill and then that My th- okay Hold on, okay, we're gonna wrap up on this well, you don't
0: need to, but I was talking about how you and I can't go into a movie blank and sometimes that make us enjoy it less.
1: Do you realize that, like, he killed Zod, Like, he snapped his fucking neck.
0: That was a whole thing.
1: Yeah, no, no, and I'm, actually, I'm glad they did that. And
0: Michael because, Shannon, amazing in that movie. I'm gonna say I, I, this every time we talk about it, I love Michael Shannon and Zod. Oh, yeah.
1: No, oh, god, yeah. Please stop screaming. I'll give you my baby. Just save Krypton. Did a
0: dingo eat
1: it? Did a dingo eat it. Sorry, go ahead. But, uh, no, he snaps his neck, and it shows the morality of, of Superman. I love it. My thing is like, how how far out is Superman Batman? Where he's like, yeah, I just killed a dude. I'm kind of really struggling with that, but I'm gonna bang my girlfriend in a bathtub. Like, what mm. what, what is the timeline on that? What is what is the the grieving the quote unquote grieving <laughs> process on that? Where I'm like,
0: but. Follow up, that was also pre-Marvel Sorry, pre-DC Excuse me Pre-DC actually combining their cinematic universe Into something with an actual head That was before they gave Jeff Johns the reins
1: That was, but
0: Oh no, there's a big old but there But I'm just saying That was pre-them being like Yeah, we're a dumbass We need to give one person the authority To make these things happen There's a big old but there But still and you know what? Chicken butt.
1: If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.
0: Yeah.